Your choice is simple. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Hello there. Welcome to another episode of Skeptics and Believers, a paranormal podcast. On this episode, we will be discussing Chupacabra. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the show. Yes, hello. Welcome to another episode where we will be discussing one of our Fright Club contestants from earlier on, (laughs) El Chupacabra, or the Goat Sucker. So yes, this little creature originated in Puerto Rico back in 1995 is where it came to fame. Or infamy in a town called Canavanas in Puerto Rico, where dozens of farm animals were reportedly killed by having their blood drained out of them and having like two small puncture wounds on their neck. So the original eyewitness reports of this creature were described as being a creature of three to five feet in height, with bat-like wings, large red glowing eyes, mothman anyone, fangs, Covered in scales or quills, uh, and some saying it had like a spiky spine. Some believe it to have been an alien creature left on Earth or a military experiment that had gone wrong. So, in 1995, when all this was happening in Canavanas, they took it so seriously that they were posting guards on farmland and that school kids were being escorted to school. The parents were worried that their children were going to be attacked by this mysterious creature. And within one year, there were reportedly over 2,000 animals which had become victim to this small goat sucker. And I say goat sucker because chupacabra means in Spanish goat sucker. Chupa to suck and cabras goat interestingly yes. that means that chopper chop lollies are translate as suck suck lollies which i think suck, makes, suck, makes me sound a lot more appetizing <laughs> than chopper chop mm, not sure we should be giving it to kids <laughs> <laughs> so in october of 1995 el chupacabra was used as a bit of a political tool when the then mayor jose ramon soto decided to hold a safari to hunt down the creature <laughs> he just so also happened to be running for another term in office but was hoping that by protecting the townsfolk it would secure his uh, his position as mayor for 1996 that's a hell of a manifesto though isn't it vote for me yeah. and and we'll hunt a mythical creature yeah yeah we'll go find our chupacabra they did it for a whole year though didn't they 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 hunted him yeah. down for an entire year i mean he was committed yeah, to yeah. the cause Fair. quick quick question yeah. quick question did they find one no no okay but it's only a year. It's not. It's not very long. Is it? It's only to search a year. It's only something. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's only a year. The Puerto Rican government also got involved. So they were worried that it would actually have a negative impact on tourism within Puerto Rico. So <laughs> they actually hired scientists to go and investigate the reports and to see if they can find this creature or find out what the real culprit was. So El Chupacabra became massive in popular culture in Puerto Rico and also like Central. America, because there'd been sightings from everywhere, like Florida, all the way down through, you know, New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Mexico, as soon as soon, like, as soon as one as soon as one person says they've seen something, then everyone wants to get on the gravy train, don't they? Or true, the suck true. suck train. So the suck suck train. <laughs> have they got wings, chupacabras? I don't remember you saying that they have yeah, wings. Yeah, yeah. It's a bat like. Well, oh, they wow. have got wings. So this is where. So this is this is where things change. So in the two thousands, reports started coming in from Mexico and other Central American countries. But the description of El Chupacabra changed. Changed from this bipedal, three to five foot tall thing with bat-like wings and glowing red eyes to being a four-legged dog-like creature 
still with red eyes and big fangs and this is when like videos started appearing online as well it's, it's easier to film a dog crazy. isn't it i guess well yeah the videos are of this these really kind of thin almost tall looking large black hairless dog-like creatures yeah like running about in 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 the tall grass and yeah through it's, it's, trees and stuff it, like that. It, it, it's weird that that seems to be what has been settled upon so now Chupacabra, you know, most people, if they think about it, don't think of, you know, the, the, the short lizard man or the thing with the bat light wings. Like you said, Lisa, does it have wings? Because that's not the way that it's presented these days, is it? It is presented as being quite dog-like because that's what most of the pictures and things are, have, have been that, that people claim to have been Chupacabra have been dogs. Or dog-like, yeah. Dog, sorry, dog, dog-like. Yeah, I won't spoil it. Dog-like. Because, um, but I, I had not also, just dogs. I had, I had also read uh, in some of the initial reports that it was like a kangaroo. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, certainly in the early like kind of sightings, I'm doing inverted commas for everyone, anybody listening. In uh, in in the early sightings, it was a very disparate, wide-ranging, you know, kind of a look that this creature had. Um, but it, it does seem to have settled more upon being dog-like over time yeah yeah so uh, in doing some research i found that there had actually been reports back in the late 60s and the early 70s that people have now tied to el chupacabra because they were to do with cattle mutilations in texas where cows were found drained of blood so some people have kind of linked the two together you know not not saying it was aliens that come down and drained these cattle dry that's another episode yeah something far more believable yeah, something way more believable. Yeah. But yeah, I'd read things where people were saying that they were, it was more than likely like foxes or coyote with, with mange. Yeah, in, in fact, um, the a, a lot of those pictures and videos and in fact remains of what people claim to be um, El Chupacabras have been identified by, you know, biologists and wildlife wildlife experts as being, you know, large canines with mange. So generally it will be things like coyotes in those kind of areas, uh, possibly wolves, um, but generally, you know, an individual one that is a sick a sick dog, basically, that is no longer in a pack, so it's seen on its own. And that when people have sighted the creature, one of the things is people sight these creatures or claim to have seen them. They're not caught in the act. They're not catching a goat sucker sucking a goat. They are seeing a creature that they don't recognise, and that could easily be, you know, a, a coyote or whatever with mange, mm. because they they do look really creepy. You know, yeah, just yeah. one thing. I, th- I think I think we've mentioned this before. I definitely I, I must have mentioned it on the podcast. But I used to have a hairless cat, and what? It, it, it didn't have no. mange. He was a sphinx cat. Yeah, little <laughs> Lars. He was it was a lovely cat. He was Aww. ginger like Mike. But if you if he was, you did, he was. if you if you didn't ginger? know that that was a cat, you would think that that was Hellspawn, yeah. because he was a creepy looking little fella. You know, he was nice, but he didn't look very cattish. And if you've got a big dog that's quite skinny and has lost all its hair, mm. probably not going through a good time. <laughs> it's not going yeah. to look like a dog. It's gonna, or sorry, like a coyote. Looks like a, a giant hairless ball bag with legs. Yeah, you know, but but it, you 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 wouldn't put two and two together as you know a guy who runs a farm in Puerto Rico and go, oh yeah, that's a coyote with mange. You would be thinking, the fuck is that? Yeah, I mean this is true. I mean uh, there was a. I was having a look at like a timeline of reported sightings, and like 2017, there seemed to be quite a lot of sightings, and there was a a golfer who happened to have his phone on him took a quite a clear picture of what he thought was El Chupacabra which clearly looked like a, a stray dog that was ill a yeah. hairless stray dog 
But it did look, you know, like its skin was very dark, almost black, and it had kind of yellow eyes, and it, it did look satanic. Yeah, creepy. Or demonic. Yeah. Like it might yeah. suck a goat, yeah. When we did the episode on Sasquatch, that's one of the things that actual scientists have said is the most likely explanation for Sasquatch as well, isn't it? Is that it's, it's a bear with mange or with another disease. It's, it's El Chupacabra. Yeah, it's El Chupacabra, yeah. He just, yeah. you know, he, put, he, puts a, he puts a big monkey suit on and he goes walking through the woods. Yeah. The question is, one, how did the description go from being a bipedal, almost child-sized creature with glowing red eyes and fangs and wings... Reminiscent of Mothman. Yeah, mini or Mothman woman. or woman. Yeah. yeah, to being basically a, a, a sick dog. I think, so my assumption, and you can tell me if I'm being overly cynical here. My, well, we my wouldn't dare. Is, we wouldn't dare. No, of course not. But my assumption is those first things, those more fantastical things, you can make that shit up quite easily. But when you take a photo <gasps> of something- you? But when you take a photo of something, it has to be real. And because those other things weren't real, but dogs with mange are- that's why it's evolved, because that's the only thing anyone can get a photo of. True, true. But then, like, what was sucking the blood out of all those animals? Well, can I... Okay, well, so in, term, in, in terms of blood it, sucking, Are you going to tell me... Hold on. Are you going to tell me it was a vampire? I, I am, yeah. So John, John Dracula, grandson of, you know, old Vlad the Impaler, uh, he moved to the United States, but they wouldn't let him stay because he was an immigrant, so he had to go over to Puerto Rico. <laughs> and... He, he fell in love with the culture there. He loved the food. He didn't want to suck the blood of the Puerto Rico. Sucked off the goats. Well, yeah. No, I'm not going to tell you that because that's that's just as nonsense as this. But in terms of the blood sucking, there doesn't seem to be any evidence at all that these creatures have had the blood sucked out of them. They've died. So the goats, the cows, all that. There is no there is no lack of blood in these animals. There's a very specific test you have to do to prove if all the blood has been pulled out of something, and that hasn't been done on any of the creatures that have been killed by chupacabra. Inverted commas again. So the cause of death is being guessed. It's superstitious based on the fact there are tooth holes in the neck. And tooth holes in the neck is, is common for how a canine will take down a creature, yeah. whether it's a small creature prey that it would then eat or a larger creature that it might feel mm. as a threat. Yeah, you see so, lions attacking impalas and they've got them around the throat. You know, my dog Stanford is a little terrier and he, he goes for the throat. I mean... Admittedly, he'll shake it to death till it, its neck breaks. But you know, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a standard kind of kill method, isn't it, for for animals? That's it. And know, the quick. the tooth placement is the same as a canine's mm. as well. So you know, the, the the assumption is they've sucked the blood out of them. It's a vampire because they've got bite marks on their neck, not because all the blood has been sucked out of them. So you don't think it's like the the child spawn of the lizard people coming? Well, I mean, I I, I did when I read coming about up, it, I, up to the surface and. Feasting. I did get a bit excited when I saw a, a hand-drawn picture, obviously, because there are no photos of it, that looked like a, a little lizard man, like a lizard boy who's on yeah, an outing, yeah, yeah. an outing from lizard school, got a bit peckish and mm -hmm. decided to go suck off a goat. As you do, yeah. As you do, as you do. But no, I don't think it is that. Your points about, you know, the kind of the, the fact that there were events in the 60s or the 70s, you know, that, that are now starting to be being attributed to the chupacabra. Yes, to me, that kind of feels like trying to populate the myth, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Because in, you know, it, the, the fact is until 1995, Chupacabra was not in the common understanding. You know, it, it was invented in 1995. And yeah. I think the, re the reason why it's so enduring is because it's got a great name. It has. Was it, it's, just, it's just fun to say, isn't it? Chupacabra. Was it South Park that made up El Chupanibre? I can't remember, but... 
Possibly. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, have you got any thoughts on it, Lisa? Well, having looked at it all, I just, I have to go along the lines of hairless dog, scabies dog. They just, you know, I mean, they don't look very attractive and no offence to your your ex hairless cat, Matt, but I mean. Just to make it clear, well... he didn't grow hair, he died. <laughs> he didn't what? He didn't oh, grow that's, hair. That's, that's so sad. Yeah, they. I mean, they are they are a freaky looking thing, aren't they? Those hairless cats, and I imagine a hairless dog is equally as freaky. They've got like big rib cages and kind of like, and then they go right up into the kind of where their legs, like their hips and things like that. So they're quite they're quite spooky looking. And if you've got one that's living wild in Puerto Rico, that you know, mm. it's just it's just trying to find something to eat. It's like like you say, it's been kicked out of the pack because it's yeah. ill and it's gonna infect everybody else with their scabies. I mean, you know, they're kind of brutal, aren't they? Yeah. Then it's going to be taking out 26 chickens in one go. Or, you know, they kind of... I mean, we've I've kept chickens before, and when a fox wants to have your chickens, it's having them all. You might get one that manages to flap up a tree, but, you know, they're, they're taking them all down. And just for yeah, fun... Well, it's no, uh there's no KFC out in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I have <laughs> been to Puerto Rico, actually. Went to uh, San Juan in Puerto Rico. It was quite cool. I'd like to go to Puerto Rico. I don't. I don't think the. I don't think the fake chupacabra would put me off. No. I do find it really interesting though that it's a modern mm. cryptid, you know, and that it is so recent because you know, like you know, this this was in our lifetimes. We were we were bordering adulthood, you know, in the mid nineties when 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 this all came, you know, into into popular consciousness. And it's interesting that it is modern and it's got so many believers, despite there being no real evidence for it. Yeah, it's it, yeah. You know, it's, it's it's quite a, it's quite an interesting idea. No um, evidence, so, and also the fact that it's changed its form completely from yeah. being a bipedal yeah. small. Exactly, but I, I think if, if you it, no, you know just you know not to not to cast aspersions on you know every paranormal thing, but the a lot of times we talk about things and they've got you know really varied descriptions, but they're quite often they're the most recent events we did when we did Mothman, you know he had like varying descriptions he was either three feet tall or twenty feet tall or you know he had mm. wings or mm. whatever and i i I think there's an element where the older stories like you know the older creatures the older myths. They they would have gone through all this by word of mouth, you know. They would have decided what it looked like over time, and now us being people looking back at history, we only see kind of the you know this is my final form. We just see what was settled on as being the agreed appearance of an older Gribbly, whereas you know modern Gribblies they're still in that kind of formative stage where you can you can basically see where the myth comes from. I find it quite interesting, and I can't imagine as well something the size of what they're describing so either kind of dog like or did you say kind of how what five foot did you say three to five foot something like that yeah three to five feet i don't think on an island as small as puerto rico which for anybody who's listening is kind of in the caribbean isn't it i went on a caribbean cruise that's how i got there so i'm assuming it's the caribbean (laughs) (laughs) can anyone check google maps humble brag Um, (laughs) no i literally probably couldn't point to it on the map to be honest so on an island like that and an animal that size or a creature that size you're not you're not going to be able to miss it for all this time now are you you know kind of well what if 30 years what later. if yeah what if like sasquatch it has access to interdimensional portals and hollow uh, earth yeah indeed indeed true. yeah which or we know is phone. true because because mike read it on the internet so indeed yeah do you want to hear my theory yes so around about 1995 there was a 
TV show that was quite popular that some of our listeners may have heard of. It was called The X-Files. I think that someone, someone on the Puerto Rico Board of Tourism thought, how can we get more people into the country? <laughs> I've got an idea. There's this paranormal TV show that everyone's really into. Why don't we make up our own myth, our own creature, El Chupacabra, and we'll implant that into popular culture and it'll get people over here because, you know, everyone likes vampires. Everyone how likes dare, monsters. How dare you be so cynical, Michael? Let's marry the two together. And then it got to the point where it got so out of hand, they went, oh, hold on, hold on, this might have a negative impact yeah, on tourism hang on. now. We're, yeah, Let's and try we're, and quash it. we're causing mass panic in our streets yeah. because people genuinely believe it. But let's not own up to the fact that we started it. So that's 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 my theory. I think that uh, yeah, I think that El Chupacabra is made up. I think it was made up to draw people into Puerto Rico and and maybe even like other areas of Central yeah. America. And it, X Files is X Files is definitely an interesting um, link. I think another one um, I'd, I'd read that I can't remember who it was. I should have written this down, but there was somebody had written a, a book about the myth of Chupacabra, and they had referenced to that the creature as described by somebody who claimed to see it kind of in the early days, was almost identical to uh, Natasha Henstridge in Species when she takes her skin off. Um, oh, really? Uh, and, the, and that the person who wrote this book, who, you know, I'm, I'm annoyed at myself, I didn't write it down, but they think that that was a large influence on, you know, the yeah, could have been. of what it looked could like. Yeah, and you know, I, I bring yeah. that kind of thing up whenever we talk about, you know, aliens and things, don't I? You know, quite often... Yeah it's what what was popular at the time then influences what people claim they've seen mm, yeah. yeah yeah and as soon as you get one person one when one domino falls then you get all the other people who want a bit of attention saying that they've seen it as well yeah i imagine there's not many people in the uk who claim to have seen a chupacabra do we think no uh pig man but not no chupacabra <laughs> yeah exactly so you know they've obviously got a limited uh, range for their flight pattern yeah just yeah, keep, those just little tiny batwings uh, aren't going to get you across the Atlantic. Just, no, just keeping it to kind of southern points of Lisa, yeah, North Lisa, America. Lisa, dogs can't fly. <laughs> oh, that's a great book. <laughs> oh, that is lovely. I do have that book. So that, was a, that was one of the favourites of the so, so are we all in agreement that El Chupacabra is made up? I unf- yes, I'm afraid on this one. I think are we on a, like a double run of of fully fully skeptics in the room? Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, no I feel I feel like I've largely beaten the joy out of your lives, and that you're all starting to be as cynical Not as I am. Not at all. Not at all. No. Well, what I've noticed, <laughs> what I've noticed, Matt, is that you start talking, and that's it, that, and that's that's it. Then nobody else is getting a word in edgeways. This is my, this is what's real. <laughs> Listen to me, and I think that this is now your new. Uh, your new way of uh, just steamrolling all of our uh, all of our theories, but no, it's fine. Indeed, indeed. Well, we have got three more episodes of this season of Skeptics and Believers. So, if you'd love to join us next week, where we're going to be discussing the Skinwalker Ranch, Ooh. which is, is an that, interesting. Is that one. close to Skywalker Ranch? No, no, it's not. Okay, all right. Do you think in the last three of this season we might find one that I think might vaguely be plausible well so we've got skinwalker ranch next week then the week mm-hmm. after that we're going to be doing john title who claimed to be a time traveler now okay. that one is interesting oh. and then we're going to have a christmas special which we'll release on christmas eve oh. 
That's nice. So got all of that to look forward to, and then we'll take a we'll take a season break, and then we'll we'll be back with season four of Skeptics and Believers in 2022. Gosh, 2022, crazy, crazy man. So yeah, if you haven't done already, please do like and subscribe to the podcast. You can get in contact with us by emailing skepticsandbelieverspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, which is SNB Pod and the number one, or you can follow us on the gram at Skeptics and Believers Pod. So we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Another one where we're all in agreement. We're all skeptics on this one. And uh, we'll catch you in the next one. So until next time, please do take care of yourselves. This podcast has been brought to you by Obsidian Shark Productions. The music featured in this podcast can be found at freemusicarchive.org and is used under the Creative Commons license. More details can be found on our website. Thank you.